You are listening to Seize the Day with Natalie Miller-Snell. During these podcasts, we'll be exploring all of the different opportunities that we get to seize the day on a daily basis and what tools and what changes we can make in order to grab those goals. Are you ready to make change? Podcast lovers, hello, hello, hello. How are you all? It's Thursday. I'm Natalie and you are listening to Seize the Day. Now, I've got a treat for you today. Not only is it gloriously sunny in London, but I have got a lovely lady joining me on the show. She's an author, a sailor, a golfer, and I understand a beer drinker, although I've not yet had the, had the pleasure of joining you for one. She's also won a GC, GCLS Goldie for her debut book, Four Steps. Please put your hands together for the wonderful Wendy Hudson. Good morning. Morning. What an introduction. <laughs> you, you go large or go home. What is it that Kiki Archer said to me the one time? How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Not bad. Actually, how is it in Scotland? Is it as sunny as it is down here? Uh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's never going to be the case. <laughs> <laughs> it's as grey as grey can be today, I'm afraid. But it's is not it? raining, oh, so you. there is that. That's good. That's brilliant. Oh, thank you so much for joining me. So yeah, where for everyone that's listening, you are in Scotland. Whereabouts are you? I won't give my actual address. But... Address? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I live in Glasgow now. I've been in Glasgow for about seven years. And I'm just sitting in my little box room, which is kind of storage slash writing office room. <laughs> Your inspiration room inspiration room um yeah and basically anything that doesn't have a place in the house ends up in this room including me sometimes (laughs) (laughs) not sure where to go this is where I'm gonna go yeah and out the window I can there's actually squirrels really yeah cute I'm on the second floor so there's a big squirrel's nest and they genuinely do distract me from writing Do they come up to the window and like kind of, you know, chat to you? Not quite. They just like to fight lots in the tree. Do they? Oh, yeah. wow. It's maybe fighting. It could be flirting. I don't know. Squirrel etiquette. So. Oh, thank you so much for coming on. Now, we met, I think we met through Facebook, probably maybe talking about one of your books, perhaps some few months ago now. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, we just kind of had a wee bit of chat back and forth. Yeah, and... wee bit of chat. I love the Scottish. <laughs> I know my accent's that kind of weird hybrid of everything, I think. It's interesting. So I was thinking about this this morning. I'm not sure. I think I've only had one other British person on the show. American, Australian, I think as well. Yeah, it's fascinating. So it's nice to have a Scot on. Ah, good. You might get my sense of humour then. (laughs) Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Okay. So Seize the Day is all about seizing life opportunities and um, I know you've got a story to to share or to talk about when we uh, got in contact to get you on the show. So if you want to just let's let's go there, let's just jump straight in. Tell us all about it, all about you. (laughs) (laughs) It was basically like I turned 30, just like had a small crisis of, you know, as you do, like an early midlife crisis. And I was just like, I'm going to try all these things that I never got around to do. You know, so I finally learned to drive because I couldn't drive. Wow. Yeah, I know. Uh, So I just went and did it. I had like 12 lessons and passed first time. And I was like, right, check that box off, done. And then I decided I wanted to learn to surf. So... I went to a surf school in the south of France. 
<laughs> and very like unsuccessfully learned to surf uh, and I haven't done it since <laughs> because it was awful <laughs> but there was like loads of rum on that holiday and we all had a great time still so that was fine I've tried it at least and then I also learned how to ski so and that is something that I'm actually not bad at now and I do go skiing pretty much every year and as you said I learned to sail as well so I got my first few certificates and then I capsized in, the, <gasps> yeah, in the Clyde Firth. Uh, so there, oh was, there was three of us. There was me and my girlfriend and uh, our instructor, who was terrible. I don't even mind saying that. And we capsized and it was quite scary. Pretty much vowed never to say again after that. Oh my, how did you get out of it? What, what happened? Uh, they had to like send like a rescue boat out to get us out of the water because we couldn't, like the boat completely inverted and we couldn't get it righted again. Oh my goodness. So you're loose in the water with your boat upside down. How long for? Um, I don't know. It felt like forever. But it was <laughs> freezing. Is it, is it quite rough? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's why how we capsized. We shouldn't have been on the water. I don't think it was... Uh, the weather was awful. Um, so we were just like clinging onto this rope, just like waving. <laughs> that was fun. Um, and actually, it, <laughs> but it, it's helped because in, uh, in my latest book, one of the main characters is a sailor. Um, and that's kind of where that inspiration came from. Uh, so when, if you read it, you'll, you'll get to read my attempts at like describing these various <laughs> sailing maneuvers. <laughs> For anybody out there who is like actually a really amazing sailor, I apologise now for <laughs> for getting things wrong. That's really. Oh, do you know what? Well, let's talk about your book that's coming up then, because if with the sailor in there, I mean that's a great way to to lead into it. What the release date is April? Am I right? Uh, yeah, so it's out on ebook through the Elva sh- Elva shop on um, the seventeenth of April, paperback on Amazon, and then it'll be released everywhere in every format on the 1st of May. Okay, give us a, a quick outline. What's it about? Yeah, um, do you know an author's no the worst person to, to ask what their book is about? We just kind of go, uh, uh. uh. <laughs> um, it's, okay, so there's like three main characters. There's Darcy and Anya who work together. They're kind of work wives, uh, best friends. And uh, Darcy has a, has a stalker basically and then you have Ailey who's a kind of a stranger meets Darcy on a bridge one morning it's all like set in Inverness in the winter so it's very pretty up there during the winter they basically all become kind of entangled there's a bit of a love triangle going on Uh, the suspense kind of comes from figuring out who the stalker is which is the kind of darker side of it and it's just basically how those relationships kind of intertwine and whether we'll get a happy ending or not so and the book is called it's called meant to be me meant to be me love it and now Mm. since I mentioned already you are a goldie winner is there much pressure to deliver I mean this is book three right uh yeah oh god yeah I was like I was genuinely like really shocked when four steps won the goldie I mean, uh, to win it with your debut book and stuff, it was, yeah, pretty outrageous. <laughs> it's a great book. I've read it. I loved it. I really genuinely loved it. It's fantastic. Oh, well, I'm really happy to hear that. I think it just, it got such an overall kind of positive response. You know, I came into 
writing lesbic and stuff not really knowing a lot about it um i didn't have any kind of following you know i've never written fanfic i've never even read fanfic actually but um <laughs> i hadn't until recently i didn't even know what it was i, I probably am swearing for a lot of people i'm sorry lee, lee winter helped me out i must say <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I think I kind of defied expectations with how popular it was, like myself and the publishers as well, I'm sure. It did definitely put a bit of pressure on me, I think, for mine to keep. Yeah, I just think with Four Steps, there's kind of nothing I would change. It's, it was my first book. There's going to be errors, there's going to be uh, stuff, and it's all a learning curve. But with mine to keep, I think I did rush myself a little. Um, and the pressure did kind of stifle me a bit. But my editor is Andrea Bramall, who's absolutely wonderful. And she was so good at like getting me through that phase of self-doubt and writer's block. You know, and I really learned a lot from that period, I think. There are little things that I think I would change in mind to keep, actually. But I still don't regret them if you see what I mean. But that's great. And do you know what? And in fact, that's a little, you can link that back to Seize the Day as well. Because as you go through journeys, and I think, and as we all evolve and we do things in a different way, you still learn from things and you'll have love for that as you as you go through, no doubt. So it's good to want to improve, I think. Yeah. And I, and I think like when I did start writing Four Steps, that so that was the fifth thing on my list uh, when I turned 30 was write a book and I just thought sod it I'm just gonna do it and it was just like the odd Saturday the odd weekend I would just put a bit more down and a bit more down and then suddenly I was like oh my god I might actually finish this <laughs> 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 and it, it literally it took me about three years <laughs> wow I was going to ask you how long does it take since it's not a full-time gig for you yeah, well, so Four Steps was about three years because it was just another thing to tick off the list. Um, I never had any kind of idea of it ever getting actually published. Yeah, like I said, I just suddenly got like kind of over the halfway point. And I was like, oh my God, I might actually do this, right? I should I should maybe take this a bit more seriously. <laughs> um, and then I just like kept fleshing it out and adding in more of the kind of adventure type scenes, which I really loved writing. Um, and actually, almost all of those scenes in the book where they're climbing a hill or walking through gorges or whatever are all things that I have done in Scotland. So um, I really wanted to kind of get them right and capture them. And, and it got to that point where I was like, right, I need to just leave it alone. And then I gave it to my girlfriend. <laughs> I actually printed it out, like 300 odd pages, and put it in a folder. <laughs> Wow! And gave it to her with a red pen. <laughs> um, and she just absolutely loved it and just kept saying, you know, that you should put this out there. But it was still kind of, it was a few months though until I actually got the courage to do it. Uh, I went to hospital for like a really minor procedure. This isn't going to get too morbid, I promise. <laughs> okay. You've got my eyes wide open. If anyone could see the video it. now. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay. I do not know this story at all. Go, Wendy. <laughs> um, yeah, I basically, I just went to have my tonsils out. So I should have just been like in and out in a day. Um, but they did tell me there were a few risks as an adult and stuff. Um, and then I, I remember kind of waking up on what was clearly like a private room on a ward and thinking, oh no, <laughs> so, something's gone wrong. <laughs> because I shouldn't be here and then the nurse just going shh just go back to sleep Wendy and thinking yeah something's definitely gone wrong because uh, normally they're just trying to wake you up and get you out of there 
And so basically I'd had like a reaction on the operating table um, and I'd stopped breathing and the uh, anaesthetist, they'd had to kind of react to like reopen my airway um, and stuff. And uh, basically our amazing NHS staff saved my life. So. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so routine tonsillitis or tonsil removal resulted in blocked airways. Yeah, and people like to tell me it, uh, what I had was the same. Uh, it was actually the same thing that Joan Rivers died from in surgery. Oh my goodness! And I was like, holy crap, that's quite real. And that stirred your mind to think, hey, <laughs> I'm going to publish that book. Exactly. You know, I was 33 and just like, holy crap, that could have been it. So um, I was just at home for like a few months, or well, a couple of months, feeling quite sorry for myself and stuff and. And then my girlfriend just kept saying, you know, do something like you should just submit it, just submit it. And I thought, well, why not? And I did some research with publishers um, and sent it off to Ilva in the end. And then I went back to work actually just a few days later. And uh, within a week, they had replied and said they wanted to publish it. So Wow, that's incredible. Seizing the day. There you go. What a story. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Well, well, I'm pleased you did. Thanks, NHS. Thanks for getting poorly. <laughs> I know, it's terrible, isn't it? It's like that really traumatic experience. But I'm like, but, you know, maybe it had to happen. Do you know what? Sometimes we do need a kick, don't we? In a weird way to get stuff done. Definitely. Absolutely incredible. And now a, a question for you. Is Wendy Hudson a pen name? Can you disclose that or not? I can. It's my real name. Oh, wow. I earned it. <laughs> Um, I did I did toy with using a pen name and then everybody just kept saying oh but Hudson's actually quite a good name anyway and then I thought about changing Wendy because like that's not really a great name nobody's called Wendy anymore like you're unique well this is it then I, I googled Wendy Hudson authors and there wasn't any so oh no I think there's one that's like written one book on botany maybe <laughs> So I thought I was okay. Um, but I like I do understand why people do use pen names. Um, but I was just never going to be allowed to separate my writing life from my day-to-day life. Like, nobody was going to let me do that. Everyone's been so supportive and, like, on board that it would never have been a secret. <laughs> so <laughs> why try? <laughs> yeah, everyone would have been celebrating you so much it'd be out there. Yeah, I mean, it was just people, I don't know, everyone just kept saying, just use your name, use your name. We all know anyway, so. No, that is awesome. Absolutely fantastic. Well, I have to say, the first book I loved, so good, Four Steps. I can't wait to read the new one as well. It sounds glorious. April, come on. And now in terms of festivals this year, I know you went to a couple last year. There's the South coast hangout this year where can everyone find you if they want to you know come greet meet get book signed say hi um yeah so the south coast hangout that's on the 4th of may and it's down in crawley uh, in sussex so you're very close to gatwick airport um lots of cheap flights into gatwick for anyone prepared to travel um, and it's actually the first time it's been run it was uh, claire heighton stevenson and the author off the back of um, Elcon last year, which we were at. Elcon decided to maybe make it a biannual thing, um, but they weren't running it this year anyway. So 
Claire just thought she would try and get some of us together again. So yeah, we've got a great space in Crawley. There'll be a kind of social on the Friday night for anyone arriving then. All day Saturday, it's going to be very casual. Books for sale, maybe some readings, uh, some signings and stuff. And there's some really great authors going. I know, I saw the list. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's great. So, I mean, Kiki Archer's going to be there. Uh, so I'm counting on her for the Prosecco drinking. <laughs> I'm sure you have much fun. Yeah, <laughs> I won't have to try hard, I'm sure. Uh, brilliant. Yeah, and like A.L. Brooks, she's coming over. And uh, yeah, there's just going to be a ton of great authors there. So, And the, the great thing is us authors have kind of just like chipped in to put the event on because we wanted to make it free for the readers. Just to encourage as many people as possible. We wanted it to be as accessible as possible for people. So the actual event itself is free. That is absolutely fantastic. I'm seriously bleak I can't make it, but it sounds wonderful. And if if you haven't heard about it or signed up, get yourself. Is it on Facebook? Or? Yeah, yeah, there's a Facebook yeah. page. If you just search uh, South Coast, Lesvik, Hangout, there's an event page and, uh, yeah, a general page as well. Awesome. Okay, so I've got some random questions for you, Wendy. Are you ready? <laughs> Let's do this. What was the last book you read? Oh, um, I haven't done a lot lately because I've just been editing and getting stuff ready for... Oh, um, it was Saving Rose by Kate uh, Gannett, is it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know that book, actually, I'll be honest. Oh, it was dark. Oh, really? You like your dark books, hey, and your thrillers. I'm all about <laughs> the murder and mayhem, yeah. Um... Yeah, it was actually, it was set in New Zealand and it was post a kind of an earthquake that happens and um, wow, all the stuff around an earthquake. But yeah, I'll not say any more actually, because it's, it is very dark, but um, uh, a kind of lesbian main character, also a sailor actually. I do, I like, do you know what, it's funny isn't it, because you do almost want a little bit of an uplifting read sometimes, but there is something quite wonderful about reading you know, that little element of darkness that kind of really makes you think and kind of tears you a little bit in two sometimes. It's, there's that element of satisfaction there. It's, yeah, I do enjoy it, I must say. If you want an uplifting read, I would recommend uh, The Rules of Seeing by Joe Heap. I'll make sure I put them both in the show notes. Love it. Uh, who is your favourite author? I mean, this is a tough one, I suppose. Are you allowed to say being an author? Can I veto that question? <laughs> <laughs> Sure. <laughs> that uh, is brutal, isn't it? <laughs> um, let me see. Okay, I'll ch- I'll choose an author that isn't a lesbian author. That's a quite difficult. Oh, clever! Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, okay, we'll go. I probably would go for. I've got so many, but I would go for Paulina Simons, um, just because I've been reading her books since like my mid-teens, and they're just consistently so good, and they always have uh, female lead characters. Um, and in particular, I'd say The Bronze Horseman. That's one of my all-time favourite books. So, Good. Okay. Uh, the last film you watched? Tell me it was Captain Marvel. No. I hate the cinema. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Well, it makes I, it tricky to go and watch a film then. <laughs> uh, do you know what? I get like uh, six free tickets a year with my bank account. 
So that's like three <laughs> cinema trips for myself and my girlfriend. And every year I get them. And last year we only went twice. Like two of the tickets expired. That's And it's free. Oh, um, no. That's how much I just like the cinema. Um, oh, quirky. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. That's brilliant. Um, I don't watch a lot of films. I genuinely can't think. I don't. I can't remember the last film I watched. <laughs> TV is so good these days. You're right. Actually, there's a lot of good stuff on. Yeah. Favorite food. Um, I think hands down probably my girlfriend's crab linguine. Oh wow! See, that's an impressive answer. Linking in your girlfriend and then the food. Honestly, love it. She'll now make it for me <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> It's so good. Yeah, that's like a, a treat meal that we have. I'm like, she's like, oh, let's have something a bit of a treat. And I'm like, crab linguine. That's like my answer every time. So brilliant. OK, these last two questions I absolutely love because I find it really fascinating the different answers I get. So what was the last image that you took on your phone? What's the last image on your photo stream? I, I don't even know why I'm looking. I know what it'll be. It's beer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, seriously, I want to have a beer with you now. That is brilliant. Do you take loads of photos of drinks and food and stuff? Um, I'm not so much of food, but um, on Instagram, my little bio says basically books, beer and travel. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're going to get. Yeah, yeah. So and if I try like a new beer or like have one I've been looking forward to try and I will try and take some kind of arty type shot. So this photo is a can of beer with of its brew dog of course um next to a glass a brew dog glass <laughs> with the beer in it <laughs> and it is on um a little table that we have in our kitchen that is decoupaged with beer labels and love it we had to drink a lot of beer to make that table can i just say it's really brilliant. tough <laughs> there's a theme there i like that <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I like to post photos of, like, interesting beer and thing. And I have loads of, like, uh, I probably have more people following me for the beer than for the books. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to have a look now. Is that on Instagram? Instagram, yeah. yeah. Oh, lovely. I think I follow you. I'm sure I follow you. Um, and what is your most used emoji? <laughs> Come on now, Wendy. <laughs> Um, let's see. Can I give you like three or four so that I don't look really <laughs> terrible? Yeah, go on. Uh, so we have the smiley face, the rainbow flag, and the love heart because that's kind of how I sign off on most of my social media posts. Um, and then we have the middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> Which is quite funny because there's generally only one person that I send that to. <laughs> Are you going to share? Uh, uh, G. Benson. <laughs> and she mostly does deserve it, though. She mostly deserves I really... it. And, and I, I, I'm sure if you ask her the same question, you'll get the same answer. Same answer. Okay, I'm going to have to do that now. Yeah. That is just priceless. Honestly, that made me smile. I did actually know beforehand, Wendy did mention to me that that was her most, well, one of her most used emojis and it made me howl with laughter. And the same now, it's just too good. Everybody says something different. I mean, a lot of people say the laughing smiley face. Yeah, yeah. Which I think everybody tends to use. But uh, that, love it. 
Okay, <laughs> finally, to wrap this up, and since it's a, a Caesar Day theme, what would you say to anybody who's looking to, you know, take a leap of faith, do something that they've always wanted to do, go out of their comfort zone, perhaps not get sick in order to do it? <laughs> no, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> but yeah, what, what would you recommend they do just to get out and, you know, take control and seize their dreams? Um, I think I think you just need to, like, look back at your life so far and and like take a minute to actually recognize everything that you've already overcome because you know I think it you would it would be very rare to find a person like on this entire planet who hasn't had some kind of heartbreak or trauma or you know major thing to deal with and I think once you recognize that all these other things that you've already got through then you you know you know that you can do it again I absolutely love that. And I've said this before on the last show, everybody brings something slightly different to the table when they say something. And I asked this question and that's so relevant because we don't reflect enough on ourselves, do we? And actually acknowledge what we've achieved already and how we've overcome so much. That's really valid. Oh, good. I like that a lot. (laughs) Good. You've been gorgeous. I love this. Where can everybody find you, Wendy? Instagram, Instagram, obviously, Facebook, Twitter, website. Uh, All of those things. And I think just on all of them, if you just search Wendy Hudson author, as we've established, you'll only find me. Brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been a true pleasure. Thank you very much for having me as well and giving up your time. It's been, yeah, it's been great fun, definitely. Thanks everyone else for listening. Take care, look after yourself, keep well. You have been listening to Seize the Day with Natalie Miller-Snell. All contact information can be found in the show notes, together with any links to websites I may have referred to in the show. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please pop over to seizethedashday.com where you'll find my other shows. And come and talk to me at Twitter or email me on nataliemillersnell at gmail.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you.